Returning to Neverland and reclaiming our childhood dreams is a process that won't go down without a fight. Just when you think you're ready to begin soaring, aiming for the second star to the right and straight on till morning, you encounter an enemy. A merciless dream destroyer, Captain Hook. Welcome back to another episode of Dream to Destiny. Today we're going to be discussing the discouragement that comes when Captain Hook appears on the scene and tries to stop your dreams from coming to pass. Now, this enemy can appear in our lives in a variety of ways. We know that the enemy of our soul, Satan, is really sly and deceptive, and he's a master of disguises. Hook has a plethora of ways that he tries to come against our hearts and minds by literally hooking us with a lie as he tries to defend the area that we are determined to take back, Neverland. This month, I've been reading the book of Joshua, and I find it so interesting how the children of Israel faced a lot of the same mental battles that we do when it comes to moving forward and taking ground. So before we look at these cruel hooks and how we can overcome them, I think it's important to remind ourselves why our childhood dreams are so vital. Because if we don't believe that God has placed divine answers inside of us, that we're called to sing, act, write, dance, be a banker, or whatever your unique dream is, and that the, this world needs that unique expression of Christ inside of you to come forth, if we don't believe that, then we're going to have a hard time defending ourselves from Hook's mental attacks. When he says, it's not worth it, it's too hard, it's too much of a sacrifice, we might easily give in to the discouragement and think, I guess you're right. But if we believe deep down in our core, that God has placed us on this planet for a divine purpose, and we will do everything within our power to partner with the plan that God has for us and push forward no matter what obstacles come our way, then look out, Hook, because Peter Pan is taking back Neverland. Friends, it is my prayer that God reveals to your heart just how needed you are in this world. I know I've said this before, but there is a unique people group, a sphere of influence that God has for you to touch. And we see this example in the Bible over and over again through the life of Joseph and Esther and Daniel, Isaiah, Nehemiah, Peter. Everyone in the Bible had a purpose, and so do you. Jeremiah 29 11 reassures us of this truth, and we get the distinct honor of asking him, Okay, God, why did you place me on this planet? Who are the people? that you want me to touch and what is the unique way that you want me to do this one of my new favorite quotes is from dutch sheets who says god gives us a dream and inside of it he hides his dream i absolutely love that let me say that again god gives us a dream and inside of it he hides his dream sometimes we're afraid to pursue the things that excite us because we're afraid that it might not be the perfect thing. It might not be God's dream. I know I've asked questions like, what if this isn't God's will for my life? What if this is just something I'm interested in and this isn't what God actually wants for me? Now, those are wonderful questions to ask because it shows that like, if you're asking these questions, you truly want to live a life pleasing to God. But we can't stop with these questions. I truly believe that 
that quote is true, that God hides his dream, his plan for our lives inside of our own interests and desires. Because when he created us, he put these things inside of us for us to later discover in life. And this is why we must really have courage and faith, first of all, to simply embrace who God has made us to be and thank Him for how He's uniquely created us, to thank Him for the unique hobbies and interests and passions that we all have, then to be bold enough to give ourselves permission to pursue those things. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I relate so hard with this struggle to be on the right path and the desire to only step out if I know 150 million percent that this is for sure God's will. But just like with Crown of Beauty, I had to take a step of faith. And as I took those steps, God directed me day by day, inch by inch, slowly unfolding and revealing his dream in the midst of my own. And I think that's what's so cool about God hiding his dream in ours because as we seek him, his will becomes known more and more and more. And if or open to letting him lead and guide us, he will do just that. And he will take the things that we dream about and, you know, purify them and tweak them so that it lines up more and more with what he dreams about. Now we've been called to have childlike faith. And that is why I love correlating our dreams with the story of Peter Pan, because children view the world in wide eyed wonder. And to believe that you can actually fly requires a little dash of crazy, right? <laughs> well, if you read the Bible, we find God asking his children to do crazy things all of the time. I remember as a little girl just thinking that Peter Pan was so wild. I mean, he crewed like a roaster and danced on top of crocodiles and battled Captain Hook all with a grin on his face. And I believe that we can share in this childlike joy as we confront each hook of our own, facing down those pirates who are trying to steal what God has promised us. Now, through my own experience, I've learned that there are five distinct ways the hook tries to steal our dreams. And trust me, you guys, I would know because I've lived it. Everything I'm talking about here has come from experience firsthand. So the first most common attack from hook is fear, worrying about what other people think. Now, we already talked about this in my pilot episode, so if you're new here, be sure to go back and listen to that episode so you can hear a little bit of my backstory. But um, we talked about how fear is, is a liar. And not only is it a liar, it's also a dream destroyer. In Numbers chapter 13, which I've um, is where, you know, I mentioned I was reading in Joshua, but you can also go back and really, the story really starts in Numbers. So in Numbers chapter 13, we can read about the 12 spies that Moses sent over to the promised land. Now God told them to cross over and take back their Neverland, but the land was full of giants. So 10 of the spies said, we can't attack these people. They are way too strong for us. But two of the spies, Joshua and Caleb, were like, yo, this land is amazing. God has already promised it to us. We are more than able to take it. So the people of Israel had a choice to make. They could choose to listen to fear or they could choose to listen to faith. Joshua and Caleb sounded pretty crazy compared to all the rest. 
kind of like Peter Pan would when attacking one of Hook's ships loaded with pirates. It was pretty crazy. But if we want to move forward and reclaim our Neverland, we have to decide whether we're going to listen to the lies of fear or partner with the truth of what God said. The second hook that I've encountered along my journey is the world-shaking experience of having a personal crisis. I can't tell you how many times this happened within my personal life and my family while working on Crown of Beauty, especially within the first year, where I was the most vulnerable and I was very susceptible to discouragement because I was fighting to get things established. I didn't 100% know if this was God's will for me, yada, yada, yada. And it was just so tempting to give up, so tempting to throw in the towel. But yeah, personal crisis, you guys know what I'm talking about. We have all had them. We've all walked through really, really hard things in life, whether they're financial problems and stress, loneliness, rejection from friends or broken relationships, family issues, and even death within the family or close friendships. All of those things can be super discouraging and come in direct opposition of your dreams. So when Hook attacks us in this way, we have yet another choice to make. Are we going to hit the pause button and put everything on hold while we try to take time to ourselves to heal and recover from the sudden injury? Or are we going to keep pressing forward? Now, don't get me wrong. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying because there are definitely moments in life when we need to step away from daily forward motion. Especially with grief, you know, heartbreaking trials can get really intense. So if you don't feel like you're in a good place mentally and emotionally with something that's coming up in your life, then there is absolutely wisdom in stepping back for a season and allowing yourself to heal. But I think sometimes, depending on the situation, God asks us to keep pushing through. And I know that if I would have stopped working on Crown of Beauty and paused from building that vision... Every time something hard came up, because there were a lot of things that came up in those years, I would still be struggling at square one. I wouldn't have gotten very far. For example, one of the biggest crises of my entire life happened when I was in the throes of planning our first ever conference. And this was a huge project. I had speakers flying in from all over the country and I had a team of volunteers um, to organize and coordinate. And, you know, it was really like a leadership role. And this was my first time ever doing an event. I was, you know, planning the worship and the speakers and the breakout sessions. And, you know, it was for little girls and women. It was just like a massive event. So as you can imagine, I had no idea what I was doing. I was already 100% dependent on God for making this thing happen. He had to finance it. He had to orchestrate everything, give me favor with the speakers, with the leadership. And then of course, he had to draw people to come to the actual event the weekend it was happening. So that was a lot to undertake. And I had been working on it for months. Super excited about it. And then boom, Hook showed up. Now, in the natural, there wouldn't have been anything wrong with canceling. Everyone would have understood, and we always could have pushed it back into the next year. But I knew deep down in my spirit that we were on the verge of something amazing happening. And I knew that if I didn't keep moving forward in that season of my life, there were hearts that were going to miss out on miracles. I knew this event needed to happen. What I didn't know is that there was also a miracle waiting for me. 
It's so crazy looking back on this time because God just had so many cool gifts hidden um, within this whole experience because of my obedience and because of my decision to not give up. And this was actually the conference that I met one of my best and closest friends in the whole world. And her partnership has brought so much strength and joy to my life. I didn't know going into this that we were destined to take on Neverland together and that we would battle this ugly shade of hook together. I didn't know that I needed her to go through this season, but God knew. And I'm so thankful that he did because had I put on the brakes and shut everything down and tried to just kind of close myself off, isolate myself, work through these things on my own, heal on my own, I would have missed out on so, so much. Friends, you never know when your breakthrough is coming just around the corner. Each tiny action step of faith and obedience that you take as you press through day after day is carrying you one step closer to your miracle, one step closer to your breakthrough, to the thing that you have been praying for. So don't let those personal crises and attacks on all fronts stop you from moving forward with the vision that God has placed inside of your heart. Now, the third hook that I've experienced is quite possibly one of the scariest of them all. People saying no. As a young girl, no was like my least favorite word. Disappointment has always been my kryptonite and I hated asking people for something and having them say no or planning on something and then it not happening or being dependent on a friendship and it falling out. So as I got older, I really, really guarded myself from making plans too far in advance or getting my hopes up or dreaming about anything that I didn't know for sure, for sure was going to happen. Now, when I started Crown of Beauty, I knew that I wanted to interview a variety of artists and musicians, but I hated the idea of people telling me no. I didn't want to hear managers tell me that my following was too small or that the artist was too busy or the very worst, come back later when your numbers are higher and your brand is bigger. But I quickly learned that no matter what your dream is, you're going to have to face some no's in order to get those yeses. And we can't be afraid of that. I mean, I've gotten a lot of no's over my life. And I've said this in previous episodes. Like if I were to count up all of the times I've reached out to people and they have not reached back, <laughs> it would be a huge number. But in the midst of all of those no's, I've gotten just as many yeses and going to how you know having the experience of going to some of my favorite artists homes to meet them and interview them that surreal moment of standing in their doorway and just asking myself how did this even happen how did I get here every time God opened a door like that I just served as another reminder that there are no yeses without a foundation of no's so don't be afraid of no's don't be afraid of asking of reaching out um and just seeing what God is going to do because we don't have to be afraid of the no's. You know, we'll face a disappointment. It might sting the first 10 times, but after that, you kind of <laughs> start to get over it and realize that the no's are just making a way for the wonderful yeses. All right, hook number four is a very, very dangerous one. One that has probably caused more blood in my life than all the rest. Now, this is the hook of comparing myself to where others are at in their journey. 
that's one that cuts really deep. And the worst part is that this is a self-inflicted hook. Like, the captain doesn't even have to be in the room for this one to take place. It is 100% mental, 100% my own doing. Now, getting in the mental habit of comparing ourselves to others is something I started doing as a super young girl, like first grade, and it is not healthy. It's not a good idea, you guys, and we all know this deep down. We all, we've seen the tweets, we've seen the Instagram posts, we post it, we talk about it. Don't compare yourself. We all know this, yet deep down, we all keep doing it. So this is just your friendly weekly reminder that you probably need just as much as I do to stop comparing yourself with others. Your unique journey is supposed to be unfolding just the way it is. Like we have to believe that God is in control of this journey that we are on individually. And if you are supposed to have more followers, reach a different milestone, have a certain breakthrough, have whatever it is that you feel like you have to have by now, you would, but we have to trust God's timing because he knows what he's doing. So just breathe and enjoy where you're at and celebrate each little accomplishment because these accomplishments are so much larger than you can even realize. God is so proud of you and each accomplishment is worth celebrating as well as celebrating the accomplishments of those around you. Be genuinely excited for those who are doing things at the level that you wish to be someday instead of looking at other people and wishing for their lot in life. Be truly happy for them. Be so excited for them and be looking forward to the day that God's going to do these things for you as well. Now the fifth and final hook, that might not be what you are expecting. It is crazy schedules. Yes, my friends, that's what I said. Extreme busyness is a hook all its own, and it is just as life-sucking and dream-stealing, dream-destroying as the others. Not carving out the time to pursue what we love is a surefire way to allow the enemy to steal from us. The truth is we can pursue our God-given dreams even if we feel like we have zero time on the clock because I, you know, I'm just going to be 100% blunt here. I really get tired of excuses. I don't like hearing other people's excuses and I've heard a lot of them. My friends, there is always an answer. There's always, and where there's a will, there's a way. And it's so true. There's always an answer for everything. And if we ask God for wisdom, he will help us to become strategic with our schedules. He will show us what to cut out and how we can be more productive and how we can let go of time stealing burdens that totally aren't necessary. Again, this might link back to being worried about what other people think if you lighten up your schedule a little bit, but we have to deal with this stuff. Everyone is given the same 24 hours to spend however they please, and dreams don't happen without time being invested into them. They just don't. So if we want to return to Neverland and see some of these childhood dreams come to pass, we can't give in to the idol of busyness because it will literally steal our lives away. I believe that creativity 
and ingenuity and the energy and spark that you need to actually pursue your dreams comes from a place of peace. And I don't know about you, but in my own life personally, I definitely need enough space in my mind, in my heart, in my schedule to feel like I can slow down and take a deep breath spend time with God, and get inspired and energized by Him. Without my daily quiet time with Him, I do not know what I would do with myself. I would probably be, well, I'd be defeated by Captain Hook. That's where I'd be. So don't let these hooks tear into your life. I would encourage you to examine each area that we've discussed and ask God how you can grow stronger in the areas that you're currently weak in because we all have weaknesses. But thank God for his word. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. He is going to help us overcome every enemy that tries to lie to our hearts. Fighting Captain Hook isn't easy, but it is so, so worth it, my friends. So in the next episode, we will be talking about the incredible feeling that comes when the enemy has been defeated. Victory is yours and your childhood dreams become your blazing, beautiful, current reality. Thank you guys so much for hanging out today, listening to another episode of this podcast. And until next time, keep dreaming.